Greetings, listeners in listener land. Welcome to St. Louis In Tune with Arnold Stricker and Mark Langston, where we size up current and historic events involving people, places, and things in areas such as the arts, crime, education, employment, faith, finance, food, health, history, housing, humor, justice, and sports. We originate from and connect the Gateway City to what's happening nationally. (laughs) What's happening? Our guest that we have on the line has a great deal of accomplishment. Jacob Kurtz is a St. Louis-based producer and director of photography, and he's an editor. Uh He was a video editor for NASA's Mission Video, which provided video support to Mission Control, the International Space Station, and the Space Shuttle. He worked on and did some archival projects with the Apollo 11 EVAs and did some training series to build NASA's next Mission Control team. He's freelance as a videographer for DuPont, NASA Langley, and the National Banking Network, Boeing, Anheuser-Busch, Perina, Edward Jones, Philip Morris, Dunkin' Donuts. No. And the Department of Defense. And he's here to talk to us about an activity that's coming up very soon. Jacob, welcome to St. Louis in Tune. Thank you for having me. Hey, what? Quite the introduction there. Well, yeah, when I was reading about what you've done, what's some great accomplishments? How did you evolve? He's, he's got to be old. He's got to be an old guy. <laughs> yeah, he's got to be 90. <laughs> 90, really, are better. Like quite young. <laughs> well, High achiever then. In, 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 in the heart, the body is, is debating, but I'm so <laughs> <way> young. <laughs> yeah. So when did you realize you wanted to become a producer the producer part is one that i just naturally moved into because as a director of photography it was i'd be on these views and going wow this could really use people organizing and so i naturally moved into that role as a as a producer because i could see where what things needed to be fixed and what needed what fires needed to be prevented mm-hmm. before they started. So just a natural role that I moved into. But that role came about because of your experience just in the industry and seeing things and being involved behind a camera, correct? Yeah, I really, I was fortunate. My father got me into photography when I was like five years old and music as well. So this industry has been second nature to me. So I've been able to move up through it pretty fluidly. And you're using a lot of your background to work with an organization now called Continuity. And tell us a little bit about that organization. So Continuity is a nonprofit based here in St. Louis. And our goal is to encourage and expand diversity in the media industry. And we do that. Our flagship program is our education. So we used to do a 36-week film school in which we actually paid the participants a stipend to commit and go through the 36-week program. And then we also do advocacy where we help production companies find and interact with people of different backgrounds and neurodiversity and everything. And then the last thing we do is actually create opportunities and find and seek out opportunities. And that's collaborating with the Missouri Film Office, who is who is backing these workshops, and also working with production houses and our own networks to find opportunities and, and place people in jobs. 
So who would be individuals who would be going to these workshops? And by the way, folks, this mm -hmm. workshop is set to happen on June the 11th, and we'll get into more of the details of that. But Jacob, who would be interested in going to a workshop like this? So the participants that we're looking for are going to be more post-college age. So we're really, this isn't so much of a community, community outreach as much as it is workforce development. We're looking for people that are passionate about getting into media, whether that's radio or film, television, news, corporate work, people who want to, who have run into the traditional barriers that the industry has. And we want to teach them what roles are available and also how to get into those roles. We want to show them where the door is and crack it open a little bit so then they can push through. Now, you have an example on your website. And by the way, folks, the website is continuitystl.org, C-O-N-T-I-N-U-I-T-Y-S-T-L.org. You had an example on there of an individual who was doing some camera work, and then they were working with somebody from Continuity, and they happened to be at a particular location where someone from one of the local television channels, actually the PBS channel, was coming by, and that individual's now doing some editing work for the PBS station. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, so I have to look at uh, the website, because we've got a lot of examples, but I believe that might be our, uh, actually our MC for this event, but Jade Harrell, she, she's been working with PBS and also St. Louis Public Radio. And it's amazing, like our participants, we don't really know where they're going to go or where their passion is going to lie until afterwards that they start reaching out to us and saying, hey, I want to, I think I want to do this. And we'll find those, if we can, we'll find those opportunities or, or break down any doors that we can to get them placed. Because it seems that there is a gap between the expectation of having minority candidates involved in these kind of particular kinds of positions because of either of lack of opportunity or training. And this is this whole program that you're doing is to dispel that and provide that training and provide those opportunities, right? Yeah, I think part of it is... We find that most participants, because we do a preliminary survey during our application process to see where people's expectations are going into the film industry. And I feel that a lot of people know the opening credit positions. So like your producers, your directors, your cinematographers, and everybody kind of strives for those positions. But like with any industry, you have to start out entry level and you have to gain knowledge. You have to gain experience. You have to build a network. And when you look at like the end credits of the film, you'll see hundreds of people working on it. And that's what we're trying to move our participants to is, hey, great to shoot for the top, but if you don't have the knowledge and experience, you're not going to get there very easily. Whereas if you take this track and come in as a production assistant, a second assistant director, a 
second camera, uh, assistant camera, you're more likely to get fast tracked if you're passionate and hardworking and you show up on time and that etiquette, which is one of the things we teach. Wow. If you know these things, you're more likely to fast track into those mid-level to senior level positions yeah. in a few years. Now, I want to break down the June 11th program that you're going to be doing, the Set Basics Workshop, Jacob. Mm -hmm. And then I want to talk about the Set Basics Workshop that's going to be held in Kansas City. And I guess the difference between the mm -hmm. multi-week sessions that you have, this is going to be attendance by invitation and people have to apply online. Mm -hmm. And can they apply through the website? Um. That's a great question. We've been taking applications through our Facebook and Instagram, which is Continuity FTRL. We have posts on there where you can actually have the link. The, on the website, I think it's for our long form, the 36-week course. So I'd really, I'd like to direct people more towards the Facebook or the Instagram. Right. That's at Continuity STL, at Continuity STL. Yep, exactly. And again, just briefly, how is that basic wor workshop going to be structured so people can generally understand? Yeah. So the workshop, it's a one-day workshop. It's, the commitment is about 10 hours. We go from 8 in the morning to about 5, 6 o'clock at night. It's pretty intensive, but we do serve breakfast and lunch and snacks and everything. And we also have giveaways for every person that participates. So the $25 is really covering lunch. Yeah, so you get a lot for your money. But we have, we have nine speakers, and they represent every level of the production. And you get to not only network with them, you also get to network with the people that you're participating with. And so the, the rough breakdown of the workshop is they learn how to identify a set, what kind of set are they on, film set, commercial, sport. They learn how a production, a, a project is made, like a general overview. Then they learn the each department and, the, and some of the positions in those departments so they can start seeing, oh, wow, it's not just four people working on this project, it's a hundred people and all those hundred people is an opportunity for me to work. Then we move into what is a, how do you get into the industry, which is as a production assistant, because you get to learn and be paid. And then we actually give everybody a production kit, a, a PA kit, which is like a belt pack with some tools that you will need on your first day. Then we move into set etiquette, how to uh, read a call sheet, networking, and then we actually have Andrea from the Missouri Film Office Commissioner, who's going to talk on how to actually, like where and how to find work in, in Missouri. And you're doing this in Kansas City also in the fall. We are. Yeah, we're really excited about that. So in Kansas City, we're, we're trying to get local people because we do feel like we're trying to create that first step for all the participants and that's really going to be building their network so in kansas city we're we're putting together some speakers that are local out there now how does this is probably thinking about the question 
the 36-week program that you have, this is just a like a jam-packed, hold on to your seats because you're going to be overwhelmed with information versus the 36-week mm-hmm. where you really probably get into a lot more depth of things. How can people mm-hmm. become involved or do they go from this 10-hour program to the 36-week program or how does that all work? So the the 36-week program, we're, we're currently on hold because the the pandemic really spotlighted the some issues with the 36-week course mainly being when you're doing in practicum or, or in-person practical work during COVID time, you, it's hard to be consistent right. and adapt. So we finished off our, our, 30, our last 36-week course right at the start of the pandemic, and we were doing it all over Zoom, and it just didn't people weren't grasping the concepts as well. Mm-hmm. So that's taken a hiatus. And we decided to go to this short form workshop and really focus on certain skills to get people started. Mm-hmm. So next year, we're going to be introducing our next series, which is going to include department-specific training. So we'll be taking people and saying, okay, you want to work production? Which departments do you want to be? It's art, sound, camera, uh, grip, utility, that kind of thing. And we're going to actually get professionals, local professionals, to teach those specific skills to get people started. And then our next one after that will be post-production. For people like our past participant who went as an editor, we're going to get that. We've actually teamed up with some a major streaming platform that have asked us, or we've asked them, what positions do you need? Do you, and they've told us, and we're like, we're going to teach to that. Do you offer like a list of different positions? Because if I was just starting out, <laughs> I'm not sure if I would know, like there might be like grips or whatever. I may not know what I want, <laughs> but mm-hmm. there might be something that might hit my the, interest. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what the Set Basics course is for. The Set Basics like uh, highlight, spotlight all those positions. So we ask that people do the, the set basic course. And once they've done that, then they may go on to the more advanced right. level. Okay. One, so they can start, because we do, when we do those advanced level, we want people who have a little bit of experience under their belt. So it's not all just lying over their head, you know. Yeah, that makes this, a lot of sense. Yeah. Just, just this workshop is like, you can from a fire. <laughs> that's a great illustration yeah I mean, we actually have a couple participants from our last one coming back to do this one again because they're like oh my gosh there's so much good information it was it's hard to 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 digest it all so they're coming back to to get more well for lack of better words it's almost that you're doing this introductory course right. my my words yeah and now you're going to you're almost forming like a little educational kind right. of group yeah. to help the community and mm-hmm. provide uh, some some jobs and some opportunities and some skills for, for the workforce out yeah, there. Yeah, because sometimes I don't know what to ask when I'm just coming in. I'm interested yeah. in theater or interested in film or whatever, but I don't know where I fit in that. I don't know which... Mm-hmm piece of the puzzle I'm, I am. So I, I mm-hmm. got to try to figure out which one I would, which direction I think I'm going to like. So 
Yeah, and it's fantastic because one of our participants, he was a, a participant of our 36-week course, and he came into this one, and he was one of those people that was like, I'll just do anything. And he is on the spectrum, and our mentor, we do mentoring as well. After talking with him and networking with him, we clarified, well, you don't want to do anything because he gets socially anxious. So being on set is not the best place for him. But he loves coordinating. He loves figuring out how to get projects put together, like project management. And so we've helped him identify his strengths. And we've started pushing him towards and, and marketing him toward more production office work because that's where his strength lies. And also actually his passion, but he needed that kind of clarification because for him, it would be frustrating being on a set because he wants to make movies, but he, his social anxiety per, prevents him from really connecting and doing his job and then he feels frustrated you know jacob i think what one of the things that you guys are doing that is so valuable besides the skill-based training and the opportunities is what you just mentioned is the mentoring and that is so mm -hmm. critical because in, in the situation like you just talked about that particular individual may have all the skill set and have a great opportunity but the end result may not be the success that they want because of what you just described and the mentoring, finding those people who want to take time to help in the industry like that is, is key. How do you find those people out in the workforce who have done the jobs, who now want to give back? How do you find them? St. Louis is phenomenal. We have a, a wonderful community here of filmmakers. We have multiple Facebook groups in which everybody shares knowledge. For the most part, it's pretty easy. We're Everybody that works for continuity, we're all freelancers or on our own. I own my own production house as well. So we already have our net. And just ask, I will literally ask people that I work with, hey, would you be interested in, in talking with one of our participants, one of our students? Or, hey, I, I know so-and-so is looking for this particular um, skill or this particular connection. I know this person does that. Let me just connect them. And that's how our uh, community is here in St. Louis. I feel like there's enough work, there's enough passion that everybody works together and really wants to see each other succeed versus holding on to their own little world. That makes sense. That makes perfect sense. We've been talking to Jacob Kurtz. He is helping with continuity, STL. And what they are doing, continuitystl.org, folks, this is a activity workshop that they're bringing to the St. Louis media industry. They're providing some mentoring. They're providing some skills training. They're providing some opportunities to develop talent. And if you have an interest in that, you can go to their Facebook page, which is Continuity STL, Continuity STL. Jacob, thanks very much. We need to talk a little bit more in the future about this. This is a great thing that you guys are doing and uh, compliment you on that. Absolutely. And I think, thankfully, we have uh, received generous support from Missouri Film Office and Callup and other organizations. So we should be planning these out through at least 2023. 
Excellent. Jacob, thank you very much. We appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Thanks mm-hmm. for having me. You thank bet. You. Great. Wow. Great program, Mark. Yeah. I love the mentoring aspect. That is so critical. It many times in industries that seems to be the, what I'm going to call like a safety net for helping people who are eventually going to make mistakes. Right. And if you can learn from people who have been in the industry and to avoid some of those things, it just makes that individual stronger. I think it is a mentoring program, like you say. That's a great way to put it. And uh, boy, it's so hard to find mentoring in this type of, this line of work too. Yes. To where somebody's going to help you get started, get you on the right path. It's real hard. It's not easy. We're glad you listened to this episode of St. Louis In Tune. Please share this podcast or tell a friend. St. Louis In Tune is produced in cooperation with KWRH 92.9 FM and Motif Media Group. For St. Louis In Tune, I'm Arnold Stricker. <laughs>